0: Looking to make the rest of your life the best part of your life? Every week, the Words for Life podcast has principles and testimonies that will help us become a little better than we were yesterday. This will positively impact your life. Welcome to another Words for Life discussion. I'm your host, Terrence Farrell, a.k.a. T. Farrell. And i we got a real interesting episode today. Uh, before we get started, just in case you don't know about Be More Today. Uh, it's a company, my partner and I, uh, my buddy Sean, we run uh, Be More Today. We are inspiring people to stay physically and spiritually fit. So you can check us out www.bemortoday.com. Spell it all out. But today's special guest is the CEO of chainless fitness uh our buddy marquise ellison now marquise you might have remember if you check out the be more today show he was on episode two but i wanted to bring him back because things have changed he did episode two like right before the pandemic hit so a whole lot of things have shifted wanted to bring him back on he's a he's a i want to say he's a career entrepreneur but he's been an entrepreneur for a while um he's also uh, a Crohn's disease survivor. So the 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 topic gets. I mean, the conversation gets real interesting. So just wanna want you to help me welcome Marquise Ellison. Marquise, how you doing, bro? What's going on, big
1: bro? All is well. All is well, man. Thank you for having me on this
0: Words for Life podcast, man. It's an honor. That's what's up, man. That's what's it, man. It's a, you inspire me all the time. So so let's get <laughs> into it a little bit, man. You just um, uh, officially opened the company chainless is chainless fitness, right? That's right. Yeah, 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 yeah. So, so is it just personal fitness? Are you doing zoom fitness or how, how are you doing it right now?
1: Yeah, man. So appreciate that. Thank you for that. So chainless fitness is officially open for business. Uh, as he said, yeah. So chainless fitness, we offer personal training, um we'll also be doing some group training as well and doing uh zoom videos and everything so the person who training is virtual um and in person if you're in the new york area uh we offer both and so yeah i'm really excited about this man uh fitness is something that i've been passionate about um as you said you know i have crohn's disease so it's something that i've always been passionate about and during the pandemic I was like, you know, let me go ahead and learn another uh a craft. Well, not learn another craft, but since I'm a big fitness enthusiast, you know, let me go ahead and make this thing official. Seeing that we're in a pandemic and a lot of people have been sedentary and coming out of this pandemic, you know, people are gonna need to get fit, get themselves back right. And so I decided to go ahead and get certified, um, to become a personal trainer. So I'm now officially certified personal trainer through the national Academy of sports and medicine, AKA NASM, which is the gold standard for a personal trainer certification. So yes,
0: that's what's up, man. That's what's up. Now, even before you got certified, your videos on Instagram, on social media, just Instagram, um, it's been Facebook. I don't know if you started on TikTok or did anything there yet. No, nah, but um, nah. it's always been inspiring, man. Like I look at it, it's like, yo, my man is hitting it at five in the morning. Like I, I got no excuses. Like I gotta get out there. <laughs> <laughs> it's always been cool, man. So I wanted to ask, what's one of the principles that you follow? One of the main, the core principles you follow to to live life the way you want to live, right? um two things
1: first thing is to just jump um so whatever it is your your dreams your goals your aspirations um you know you have to jump and i listened to so many of those motivational speeches uh before i decided to jump on my entrepreneurial endeavors um whether it was steve harvey's motivation or Denzel Washington's motivational speeches. There's so many out there. Um, I will listen to a lot. So that's the one thing is jump. Um, and second thing is the meaning behind my fitness company, uh, Chainless Fitness. And <clears throat> the meaning behind the Chainless is we're not confined to our conditions, and we break those chains. By the way we live, by being physically active, by doing the things that, you know, we want to do and not allowing our circumstances, whatever, whatever your condition is, um, chain you mm-hmm. to uh, procrastination, chain you to doubt, you know, chain you to from being uh productive and so that's the whole you know that's the whole the whole the whole motion so it's two things that i live by you just have to jump Mm -hmm. and you know you're not your condition right so you know you don't 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 let that tie you down and you know from a christian perspective uh you know being a christian and stuff You know, we're we're called to uh you know the Lord order your steps, right? And trust and wait on the Lord. But sometimes if you're not out there doing anything, you could be waiting all day, but if you're not putting steps forward, you know, for the Lord to bless to make something happen, then you know what i'm saying you're just going to be waiting because you can't you can have all the faith in the world but as we say faith without works is dead yeah you know what i mean so you just can't say oh i'm waiting on the lord but i haven't put out no applications for a job
0: yeah yeah you know what i mean like yeah yeah Yeah.
1: (laughs) (laughs) you got to give them something to work with right and you know Mm -hmm. again understanding too that you know, what what you perceive for yourself might not be what he wants for you. You know what I mean? So it's not like, OK, Lord, this is what I want. Here's my wish list. Now, bless it.
0: Mm-hmm. No, it
1: has to be aligned with his will for your
0: life. You know what I mean? Right, right, right. You know? It's interesting you say that. And, and I, I I'm just finding out as you're talking that the meaning behind chainless um, and it's it's interesting because I I know a lot of uh, singers and you'd be surprised how many of the singers the, the singers that it's like, oh man, I love them. They have asthma or they have a condition that it's like, well, you have that condition and they didn't let it chain them. Um, and you talked about your Crohn's disease. I know on the, the, the Be More Today show that you was on, I think you said you was diagnosed in 2009. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And yeah. for me to see you running a fitness organization, here in 2021 is just it just goes to show that you can't let it because so many people mentally you can let it chain you down oh absolutely man you can let it ch- i mean is that is that have you ever had to push through that where you just felt like yo i don't know if i'm i'm, I'm gonna do anything that i really want to do because of the condition that i have um you know what
1: i've absolutely i, I i've definitely, uh, when I was first diagnosed with Crohn's disease in two thousand nine, um, I definitely had a moment of doubt right there, a moment of helplessness, you know, a moment of the whoa, why me," yeah, you know,
0: yeah, yeah, yeah,
1: just for a second though, just for a second, and and, and that's one thing that I want that I wanted to speak on too, you know, um, like it's okay. Okay. Don't get me wrong. It's okay to have moments of frustration. It's okay to have moments of doubts. It's okay to feel, you know, the, to be in your feelings. You know, it's okay. Mm-hmm. Don't stay there, though. Don't stay there. It's when you stay there is when it becomes a cancer. It's when you stay there when it becomes problematic.
2: Mm-hmm.
1: But it's okay. You're human. You know what I mean? And so I experienced that when I was going through Crohn's disease. I mean, it was, it was very bad going through the symptoms, not being able to eat, uh, being weak all the time, abdominal pain, excruciating abdominal pain, dropping weight loss, like crazy. Every time I go to the doctor and going after test, after test, after test and not knowing what's going on with me, you know what I mean? It got really frustrating. And, you know, thank God for my wife because, you know, she was true ride or die. This happened literally a year after we got married. So okay. we got married in 2008. Wow. And I got diagnosed in 2009. Mm-hmm. So right away, we put those through sickness and health vows right to the test. Right. Um. And funny thing is me and my wife's been together, married 12 years. December would be like 21 years we've been together. Uh, since our junior high school, all that time, no problems. I was good. I was fine. As soon as we got married, then my symptoms came on, mm. and um, you know, having her there in my corner, along with my family and stuff, really gave me that foundation to to beat this thing. And um, so, once I experienced you know that level of of lowliness, it was only for a second. Mm-hmm. And then I bounce back. It's like, okay, you know what? God got you. And he's going to see you through. Mm-hmm. And while I pray for a healing with Crohn's disease, right? Because um, right now there's no cure. I deal with it um, through medication that I take a monthly injection. And then, you know, with my level of fitness and all. So all of these components are how I deal with Crohn's disease. Mm-hmm. But even though you know, I will pray for a healing. I also know that if God don't want to, he doesn't have to, you know, and I'm okay with that. And so my prayer is, Lord, let me be a vessel. If this is how you want me to be a vessel, you know, with this crones, mm-hmm. I'm all for it. You mm-hmm. know what I mean? Mm-hmm. Because I realize that what he went for, what he died for, for us, there's nothing in this earth that I can endure to match the ultimate sacrifice
0: mm-hmm, that mm-hmm. he
1: paid for us. There's no condition I could have, you know, whether it's Crohn's disease, whether it's cancer, whether it's arthritis, whatever
0: yeah, disease yeah, I yeah, inherit yeah.
1: while I'm in the flesh. Right. Don't compare to mm-hmm. what he went through on Calvary. Right. You understand, and so when I put that in perspective, it helps me you know get through it right even more, mm-hmm. and so that's just kind of my whole mentality about how I progress through living with Crohn's disease and my output my output on it
0: right 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 no i i I really I really um love your perspective on that because so many times we hear about um hey whatever God went through is nothing compared to what you're going through. So you should just be happy. And the fact that you said, yo, it's okay to be in your feelings. Like you're human. Just don't stay there. Like people need to hear like, because sometimes they try and cover up and bury their feelings. Like, no, 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 I'm all right. I'm all right. When they're not. And if you never talk about it, if you never go, yo, you know what? Yesterday I wasn't all right. Like today I'm not good. I'm not, i'm not feeling this god like he's a guy where you can have that conversation your god i'm not feeling this like why why me but then after that you got to get up and go okay if you chose me to do this with this then i gotta move on so i just i love your perspective on that i love the way you broke it down
1: yeah man <laughs> definitely, definitely. I appreciate it man and you know what it is it, too like i have so I, I have so many strong examples in my life my mom one, she has rheumatoid arthritis and um, she's had that since I was a kid, man. And, and you know, rheumatoid arthritis is the worst arthritis there is out there, so she is crippled. Mm-hmm. Um, and listen, no matter what it was, talent show, uh, field trip, my mom was there, whether she was in pain or not, like mm-hmm. she would be there in her crutches or her wheelchair. She was always for me and my sister, always growing up. And I'm kidding you not, whether she was in pain or not, she was gonna be there. Right. And that sense of strength I got from her. That's why, like I have her tattooed on my arm. She's a Leo. So I had that lion tattooed on my arm. Mm-hmm. And um it's representative of my mother because she is uh, you know, she she's a strong individual. And so that's another person that I draw my source of strength from. And one more person that was really influential to me, who has passed now, uh, they're no longer with us, was a uh, Stuart Scott. Um, mm. Stuart Scott was, was a ESPN analyst, right. and um, he had cancer. And I'll never, ever, ever, ever forget. He won the ESPY, um, like it was like the award of the night for the ESPYS. And you know, the ESPYS is the Grammys of athletics. Right. Um, and so whatever their like top world top award was for that night for like humanitarian uh, kind of award, Stuart Scott won that award. And he was extremely motivated because Stuart Scott was he had cancer, so he was going through chemo and everything. And right after chemo, he'll go to his kickboxing session or he'll go and do some weightlifting. Like they show videos with him still living his life, just as it was a daily routine. And I remember when he accepted his award, he said, when you die, you don't die to cancer. You beat it by how you live, while you live and the manner in which you live. Mm -hmm. And as soon as he said that thing, I was like, wow. Like, like that is something that, that I use now, a model that I use that I attribute back to Stuart Scott. Mm-hmm. And I say, you take that and fill the cancer in with whatever it is that you have. Right. So right, for me, right, again, right. it's Crohn's disease. I have Crohn's disease, it don't have me, is what I say. Mm-hmm. I beat it by how I live, while I live, and the manner in which I live. And so I wanna encourage you, you, you people, viewers, listeners that's out there listening, Mm-hmm. OK, hear me clear. You are not your condition. Mm-hmm. You beat it by how you live, while you live, in the manner in which you live. OK, it already takes up so much of you. It can't take all of you. Mm-hmm. All right. And so, like I always say, too, it's just going to have to come with me.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. That's 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 what's up, man. That's what's up now. I want to I want to throw a highlight on. Um, this month because this month is um, it's Men's Health Awareness Month.
1: Yes, sir. Um,
0: and also Father's Day is in there, too. And I know you're a father, <laughs> but I wanted to ask you because 2009 you got diagnosed mm-hmm. before that. Were you the type of guy to always go to the doctor and get checkups? Or was it like, eh, I'm good. I don't need to get the checkup. I don't need to see the dentist like I'm all right. <laughs> <laughs>
1: Man, yeah, I never really uh, b- before before the the diagnosis came on. Man, I never really um, I never really went to the doctor. It just wasn't anything that was really like I guess a a top priority mm-hmm. or something that I just didn't think about. Um, for me, I wouldn't say that it was necessarily because you know it was just you know from a man's perspective. Oh, I don't think I need to go get checked. You know how we can be. It was just that I just you know, it it wasn't, it wasn't a priority. I mean, you're talking about somebody that's in there. what? Well, I was like 20. Oh my goodness. What was I? 25, 26? Oh yeah. You wasn't thinking nothing about no doubt. 26, 27. <laughs> yeah. Like, you know, I wasn't thinking about that in my mid twenties. <laughs> right. 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 yet alone as a teenager, I definitely wasn't thinking about nothing like that. Right. You know, um, you know, you're young, you vibrant, you, you know, YOLO, you thinking you're invincible. You know how it is when you're young and sure. Yeah. And um, so, you know, from that perspective, it wasn't anything that it just wasn't anything that was on my uh, on my mind.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Now, and, and I say that because um, so many times they say if they say men and, and they're typically talking about older men, you know, 30s and, and whatever. They don't go to the doctor unless something's wrong, like except unless something's majorly wrong. Like, I'm not just going for a checkup. I'm not. It's like, oh, you are supposed to get your yearly checkups like, yeah, I'm good. I feel fine. Let's just keep rolling, you know, whatever. And then one time you go for a checkup, and it's like, oh, man, if you would have came in sooner, we could have caught this before it got to this stage. Right. And that's the whole reason for the whole awareness. Now I know. Well, I'm assuming after you got diagnosed, it was like doctor visits like on 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 a normal schedule. Yeah. Whatever. Yeah.
1: Yeah. So as I was diagnosed, um, I had to have uh, I had a couple of uh, visits with more frequent visits with my GI doctor. Mm-hmm. Uh, that's a gastrointestinal uh, doctor who specializes in uh, my condition. And then I also went ahead and got a primary care uh, doctor just to have you know, my annual physical, uh, which I need to schedule, and my colonoscopy this year I need to schedule as well. Um, and so, and, and that's one of the benefits, the blessings, if you will, that come with Crohn's disease is that I have to have a annual checkup, you know, annual colonoscopy, annual or every other year. But I do it annually to monitor the Crohn's and you know see how things are progressing, regressing, that kind of stuff.
0: Mm-hmm. And
1: oftentimes, I always have polyps um, that have to be removed. Mm-hmm. And you know, polyps, you know, if they go undetected for a while, could potentially turn cancerous. Um, you know, if you don't if you don't attend uh, to them, right? Anything. So I often often have polyps removed when I have my colonoscopy. Um, but it's just something, a a good routine to have done. And now if it wasn't for the Crohn's disease, then yes, I probably still wouldn't have a colonoscopy because I believe they say like when you're like 50 or something Mm
0: -hmm.
1: about the age that men should have colonoscopies. Um, but listen, if you're listening out there right now and you're under the age of 50, you're not there yet. I would encourage you, man, go ahead and, uh, and, and get that done. Um, it's harmful. The, the worst part is the prep. Mm. That's the worst part. Mm-hmm. The prep for the colonoscopy. The colonoscopy itself is a breeze. You are under anesthesia. You sleep uh, and, and that's it. But the prep is what's the prepping for it is what's the worst part, you know, <laughs> have to drink the fluid and, you know, getting your body to flow. That's, that's the worst part of it. Mm. Um, but other than that, you know, I would highly encourage you to, to go ahead, get, get, get scope, man, get yourself checked out. You know, like, like you said, it's better to be, be proactive right, you know, versus reactive. Because if, if it's reactive, a lot of times, man, you catch it at a condition that is, you know, it's it's far.
0: Yeah, 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 yeah. It's it's it's, it's far. And and I, I, I got to be honest, I got to be transparent, man. You you you're preaching to me, man. I'm, I'm over 50 and I haven't done the colonoscopy because, you know, I had the stories and I'm like, yeah, I'm gonna get to that when I get some free time. And, you know, you never got free time. You got to make time.
1: You got to make time, man. Listen, bro, I am promise you, I, I'm telling you, it's it's it's, it's easy. <laughs> the prep is the worst part. The, the yeah. prep is the worst part. You know, you, you got to and give you a nugget. If you're going to get the colonoscopy done, try mm-hmm. to get an early appointment, like yeah. first thing in the morning.
0: Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Okay. That's,
1: that's when I get it first thing in the morning, because, you know, if you get in the afternoon, you got that, that 24-hour fasting period where you can only drink fluids. And then, like, after a certain time, you can't have anything to, to drink. So right. it's only solid liquid. So... If you get it first thing in the morning, right, you can get back to eating. Yeah, 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 eating. yeah, yeah. That's just just a little tip of advice. So that's why I schedule mine because I can't be having a colonoscopy at twelve o'clock in the afternoon, not eating. You know,
2: right, <laughs> You right, right, yeah.
1: he slept. enough of that. Yeah, yeah, man. I need my fluids. I need all of that stuff. So I always schedule them uh, first thing in the morning, normally around eight or
0: nine o'clock. Nice, nice, nice. Now I gotta, I gotta, I gotta get on that. I really do. I really do. Um, I want to ask you because I know um when we first, as a matter of fact, when you did the podcast and when we first met, when you did the Be More Today show, um yeah. you was running uh what was it, Marquise Rashad, right? Mm-hmm. With the bow ties. Yeah. You still doing that? Yeah, 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 yeah.
1: Okay, yeah, okay. Yeah. okay. Yeah.
2: Nice. Yeah. Yeah.
1: I still have, a, I still have Marquise Rashad. It's still, uh, it's still act- active and well. And, um, as you're on the podcast, last time, you know, we were able to, uh, incorporate face masks and stuff into our business at the time of the height of the pandemic. Right. Um, so we were able to incorporate that into our, um, offerings as well as help the first responders. Um, when they had a shortage of masks, so that's kind of how we got into the mask thing with the pandemic, because there was, as you know, a shortage, right. and um, the governor was calling for people that sew and small businesses to help mm-hmm. to uh, meet the demand. Um, and it, it was awesome, you know, the mask that we did provide for the first responders they wore over their um, N95 mask. Nice, um, because there was a shortage of them, so you know they just tried to prolong as long as they can. So the ones we wear, they were over there in '95 masks, and um, yeah, so, so that's how we got into that. But Marquise Rashad is still active, is still well. Um, okay. But you know, it was just time to uh, it was just time to pivot, just going with culture and going with society and stuff. You know, mm-hmm. um, fitness is again something that I'm really like really passionate about. As you see, I mean, I've been working out for decades. Mm-hmm. Yeah, <laughs> you know, yeah, decades, man. And um, it was just time to to pivot and and help other people, um, you know, achieve their goals. And uh, and that's what I'm passionate about. You know, see a lot of people. You know, they they have. I think they they like the concept of exercise, and they just don't have that that accountability partner, that mm-hmm. person to, to to push them or, or check in with them. You know what I mean? So they just right. kind of, right. you know, get lackadaisical and sedentary. And it's like, ah, you know, but and so that's why I, I really want to become a, a personal trainer, man, to to really help help people to be the best version of themselves. Mm-hmm. Not so much a particular number on a scale, but to feel the best that you can. Hmm. hmm. Mm
0: hmm. Mm-hmm. Um, so I want to ask this also, mm-hmm. what's one of your most memorable success stories? And it could sure. be from from wherever. Yeah, yeah, sure. Uh, one of my most memorable success stories is
1: uh, with Marquise Rashad. Um, when I started the company in 2014, um, Look, entrepreneurship is tough, mm-hmm. not even going to lie, you know, it, it's, it's, it's tough. And um, when I first started Marquis Rashad, I was so frustrated, you know, because it's like I started a company and things were slow, you know, no sales, sales wasn't really coming in like I want, you know, getting one sale here, two sales there. And it's like, oh, you know, what's going on? What am I going to do? I remember meeting Tashia one time at her job. Uh, we had to go get our taxes done. And, um, you know, we were walking. I was so frustrated that day. I was just so frustrated, you know, just venting to her while we walking, you know, with the business. And she was like, you know what, babe? Like she said, you know, you you got to think about how committed are you to this? You know, like how serious are you? How committed, you know? Like she, she was like, it's not going to be, it's going to take a while. It's going to take a while for it to grow, mm-hmm. you know? And she understood that. And, um, I'm, again, that's the most important thing of having a supportive spouse, somebody in your corner, because my wife carries the load for us. You know what I mean? Financially, I put it out there, you know, like she's the, she's the supporter while I'm building up a foundation, Mm -hmm, you know mm -hmm. what I'm saying? While I'm living my entrepreneurial goals, she's holding it down. You Mm -hmm. know what I mean? The deals, all that kind of stuff while I build a company, Mm -hmm. um, and so she was like, yo, look, you gotta decide how dedicated are you to this? I know it's not gonna grow, it's gonna take time. And you know, she expects that. And I was like, oh, I'm just, you know, just frustrated, I won't, you know, like I started this business, I won't like, I wanna open my email and see like a hundred orders in there every day, like, you know, that's yeah, what I want. Yeah, yeah, yeah. And so the success came in right here where I had to re, I had to, I had to think outside the box, like, you know what, okay, this is what I'm gonna do. That night, I went home. I made a letterhead for my business. Okay, this is just starting now, right? I didn't have none of that stuff yet. Made a letterhead for my business. And I said, you know what? I'm going to go ahead. I'm just going to get a list of all the alumni network, all the alumni associations from all these universities and stuff. So I went online. I got my alma mater uh, alumni information. Mm -hmm. Excuse me. All these universities, Michigan, University of Florida, University of Texas, University of Tennessee, Florida State, where I went to, University of Miami, all these universities, old school. I typed up about 70, 80 letters. Nice. On my computer, printed them all out. Got envelopes, stamps, old fashioned. Send them all out Mm -hmm. right in the mail. You ready for this? he's uh, hey. a caviar baby out of all those 80 letters I sent out 80, 70 letters. Mm-hmm. I got one reply and that one reply yeah. was from my alma mater, Florida State University, the president of the Alumni Association. One, he loved bow ties mm-hmm. Two, his mother has Crohn's disease. And A portion of our proceeds, we donated Crohn's and colitis research. Mm. So since I have Crohn's, you know, that's something that's very personal to me. Mm -hmm. That's why we contribute part of our sales to Crohn's. And when Scott received the letter, it was like, wow, he loved bow ties and his mother has Crohn's disease, instant connection. Here he is the president of the Alumni Association look, he ordered a bow tie from me immediately. Mm -hmm. One time, they were doing a tour because through the summertime, the springtime, they toured throughout the states to different uh, states, like boosters and that kind of stuff. So they were coming to New York, I got an email. He's like, Hey, Marquise, we're gonna be in New York City. And um, I'd like you to be my guest. I was like, what? I never met Scott before Mm -hmm. person besides the exchange, you know, with him buying a bow tie. And he's like, I'm gonna go be in New York. I want you to be my guest. He's like, yo, I want you to make sure you're in a place where I can introduce you, like to see you. So I did that. I went. They had the event at the Waldorf Astoria on Park Avenue, mm-hmm. and um, he saw me. He introduced me. He thought he had his bow tie on that he yeah, bought from. Yeah. Me. You know, he was telling people like, hey, this is the guy that got my, my bow tie, and then when he before he introduced the president of the university, he was standing up there, he gave me a shout out, told me to come up, he pointed to me and was like, listen, the rest was history. After that, people come started coming up to me, was like, oh, hey, like, you know, introducing themselves. I met one alumni, Maura Hayes. She is the president of operations for Times Square Studios. That's where Good Morning America is she set up for me to go on to good morning america and meet with robin roberts the host and so robin roberts was a breast cancer survivor mm-hmm. so i had my breast cancer bow ties for that month and so i got to go backstage meet robin roberts mm-hmm. and her a bow tie and nice. yes that was the rest was history another thing scott <clears throat> me in contact with the owner of our bookstore at Florida State. Mm -hmm. And from that connection, my bow ties was in our bookstore for three years. Nice. So, you know, things things started to, to go. And again, that all started from sending out those 70 plus letters and getting that one response. And that one response turned to these doors
0: opening that i just shared with you that's what's up man and it's not like you you sat down and said, yo let me just send everybody an email or whatever and take the easy road you just you went old-fashioned letters and envelopes and all of that yeah that's what's up man that's what's up man yeah that that like you said man faith without works is dead you put the work in then (laughs) god can go i'm gonna bless that i'm gonna blow on that I'm gonna make watch this, watch what I do with what right. with the work he put in. <laughs> right. That's what's up, man. Yeah, so so let me ask you what's what's next. What's next for you, man?
1: Man, just continue to uh to walk on this this path, man, uh chainless fitness, man, and um really get this thing uh get this thing going. Um I already had a couple of consultations, I got a, another one this uh this this afternoon as well. So man, that's, that's really, that's really it, man. I just want to focus on, on chainless and, and get this thing really rolling, man. And, um, yeah, you're going to be seeing a lot, you're going to be seeing a lot from chainless, cause I'm going to incorporate things that I've learned in Marquise Rashad. Right. I'm going to incorporate it with this now, man. So you're going to see a lot. You that's what's and
0: it, I, got, I got i gotta give you a personal thank you man because every 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 once in a while it seems like often you throw our music in there you throw the be more today music in there the stuff i hey. produce yeah i really appreciate that bro hey man listen is is hey it's good stuff, man. Yo,
1: jokingly, I was telling Sean one time, I told Sean, I was like, man, I think I'll probably your biggest, Uh, might be your biggest promoter out here.
0: Yes, sir. Uh, yes, sir. Yo, on the Instagram uh, uh, shorts, man, it's like, yo, that's the music. He's he's rocking it. So that's what's up, man. Oh, we really appreciate
1: you, man. Listen, man, this is this is this is this is what it's about, man. You guys, yeah. uh, I love be more today. Uh, I love the thing and, um, you know, it's all. I like it. I like it. I'm yeah. a rock with it. You know what I'm saying? It's I'm not right. asking for anything. You know right, what I'm saying? Right. It's not like that. I don't
0: want nothing. I just I just like the music, so I'm going to use it. Right. That's what's up. That's what's up, man. Oh. So, what's the best way people can follow you, support, see what you're doing?
1: Yes, definitely, man. So, you can follow my Instagram at Mr. Underscore um, Crohn's C-R- O H N S Fighter 09. Okay. Mr. Underscore Crohn's Fighter 09. That's my fitness account. Um, and then Marquise Rashad is at Marquise M A R Q U I S Rashad R A S H O I D. Um, so those two platforms you can find me. Uh if you want to follow along and you know, get some inspiration and see how we get that work, that's that's what's up, man.
0: So that's on Instagram and on Facebook.
1: Yeah, that's on Instagram and Facebook. Facebook is the same,
0: marquise uh, Rashad. Okay, cool. Yeah, cool. and I'm gonna put the links in the in the description so people could just click on it. So yeah, yeah, definitely, definitely follow and support Marquise. man. I really appreciate you, man. Any any final thoughts or words of advice you want to leave with people?
1: Man, listen, I just, again, I just want to encourage you guys, man, just just jump, okay? Just jump. Look, take that leap of faith, and, um, you know, it's, it's not going to be easy. It's mm-hmm. not going to be easy. I would be doing you a disservice if I say, yeah, you jump, man, everything about to happen. It's going to happen. for No, 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 you're going to hit those walls, you know, just like I did. But you have to find a way to persevere and get around them. My perseverance was sending out 80s plus letters to get one response, but that's all it takes is one, Mm -hmm. you know? And so just stay committed, trust the process. And again, remember, you are not your condition. You have it, it doesn't have you. Onward and upward.
0: That's what's up, man. Yeah, dude, thanks again, man, thanks again. And I wanna thank everybody that's, that's watching and listening. Thank you again for supporting the Words for Life podcast. Thank you for all my Be More Today some more supporters out there. We really love you. We appreciate you. Um, again, you want to connect with Marquise, all the links are going to be in the description. I don't know if it's up, down, to the side, <laughs> whatever you, wherever you, you're checking this out at, it's, it's going to be whatever it describes uh, the podcast, the links will be there. Um, if you haven't done so already, Please subscribe to the podcast, like it, share it with a friend. It's encouraging. happens every week. Um, we're going to end with a Words for Life track. So stay tuned for that. That should inspire you as well. And our hope is that something that we said here today inspires you to make the rest of your life the best part of your life. Absolutely. And with that, we out. We are, we
2: are. In the book of Second Samuel, there's a. Interesting text in chapter 4, verse number 4. It says, and Jonathan, Saul's son, had a son that was lame of his feet. He was five years old when the tidings came of Saul and Jonathan out on Jezreel, and his nurse took him up and fled. And it came to pass that as she made haste to flee, and she dropped him. And he became lame, and his name was Mesferoshek. Sermon title for this afternoon, Dropped, but Restored. Now catch this thing. Grab the path, he was dropped by someone who was supposed to be caring for him he was dropped by the person he trusted I know you love children but you're never going to be able to have children of your own dropped The test results are back, and it looks cancerous. Dropped, dropped, dropped. The finances just aren't what we thought they were going to be in the company this year, and we're gonna have to downsize some people. Dropped, 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 dropped. We did all we could to save them, but they died. Dropped, dropped, dropped. I'm ending this relationship, this marriage. Hear me, it's not you. It's me. Dropped. 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 We all have had some experience in our personal lives of what it means to be dropped by somebody else. Bless your hearts, it's a pain to So painful that we we try to hide it, we try to pretend like we haven't been dropped. We pull ourselves up and say, don't bother me, none. We try not to let people know that we've been dropped. We try to hide it behind our careers and behind our titles. And we feel that if we could just get one more letter behind our name or in front of our name, maybe we won't have ever been dropped. Some of us try to hide behind our money or behind our toys. So every time a new phone comes out or a new car comes out, we run it, we buy it because we hope it's going to make us feel like we've never been dropped. Some of us hide behind our clothes and behind our kids and behind our family members and behind all other types of things. Some of us even try to hide behind religion. Hello. See, for many of us, when we were dropped, that wasn't bad enough. But after we fail and hit that hard surface that was damaged, that was done to us, we became damaged goods. Now I know y'all don't like to hear that because we all want to think we're okay and we're perfect just the way we are. But the truth of the matter is even though somebody looking at you may say you're okay, on the inside you realize the damage that the dropping did to you. You know what? When I was a little boy, we used to have a rule in our house. And the house will, the rule of the house was you can't play ball in the house. And so one day my mother was gone. And my brother and I, so it was his fault really. My brother and I decided that we were going to play catch with this little nurse football. And he threw it too hard one time. And I missed it. But I had backup. Because the lamp caught it for me. And then as the lamp started to fall off the lampstand, the lamp had back up too, cause the floor caught the lamp. Think about it, it'll come to you. And this thing broke into like four pieces and I was scurrying around. Have you ever made a mistake and your sin catches up with you? So I was scurrying around looking for the super glue. Found this stuff and my brother's crying, we gonna be killed, we are gonna be killed. And I'm saying, shut up, man. And I get the super glue. And like a skillful surgeon, I took those pieces. And I put just the right amount of glue on there. And I connected them all together. And it almost looked like me. Somebody caught it. The almost part was that not only had the lamp broken but it had chipped into pieces. Uh You do know what chipping is, right? It's it's kind of like little pieces were missing and those pieces had paint and so when you glued it back together even though the seams looked good Uh it were pieces that were Uh chipped. Uh And so I sat there and I looked and I said you know what, I got it. Got it. I said, God has blessed us today telling my brother, I said, man, God has blessed us. All the chips are on the same side. Somebody knows you probably did this before. That's why you laughed. And so I got the lamp and I put it back together and I, I turned the chip side towards the wall. And let me tell you what happened. My mother came in that day, and we sat there. Nobody even breathed. (laughs) Sweat pouring off my brother's head, But I knew, because these skilled hands (laughs) had worked to put it back together. And my mother walked past the lamp, and she didn't say anything, and I said, yes. One day went by, and two days went by, and three days went by, and a month went by, and another month went by. And then one day, you do know there's always a one day, right? Huh? One day it was dark, and I don't know what happened, and she turned his lamp on she had turned it on before and everything was okay. But this one day, she turned the lamp on and the chips gave me away. Because somehow or another, I don't know how it happened, but light seemed to penetrate through the chips. And they showed up real funny on the wall. I tried to restore the lamp, but I couldn't do it because I didn't have the power to restore the lamp, to make it like it was before it was dropped and before it was damaged. But we serve a God who has the ability to take a broken lamp, chips and all how another used the super glue of his own blood, redeem and restore us back to our original factory condition. <clears throat> God is actively seeking those who are lost to bring them back home to his table. That's the kind of love that Christ has for the sinner. He wants to come and take us in our brokenness and bring us back home to himself.